Garland of Visions, Asatya Darshanam, verse number 8. Maya indeed is the primordial cause of the appearance of the world. Fashioned by it, everything here has no being apart from the Maya-making substance and is as unreal as the effects of psychic powers. The apparent world has no existence of its own, and to that extent it is unreal. What really exists is Atma alone. It is Atma on which the appearance of the world is projected. How does this projecting of the unreal world appearance or Atma occur? An indefinability, a mystery, is inherent in it. And this indefinability is called Maya. A detailed study of Maya being reserved for the next chapter, we do not have to enter into its intricacies here. How does it so happen that we do not see the real and see the unreal as the real? This question has always been a perplexing one. Each of the schools of thought of India has tried to answer this question in its own way. And their arguments put together are known as Khyatiwadas. Vedantin's stand in this respect is known as Anirvachaniya Khyatiwada, meaning the argument that there is an indefinability in it. That is Anirvachaniya. You can't make any definition. A touch of this argument can be sensed in the second half of the present chapter of Darshanamala. The argument could be summarized thus. The world appearance seems to be there in Atma because of Maya. We do experience this world and it arouses in us the feeling of pleasure and pain. To say that such a world is totally non-existent is meaningless. Ontologically, the world has no existence of its own. The world thus is existent in one sense and non-existence in another sense. And to this extent, it is indefinable. Where does this indefinability abide? In the self or Atma. If this indefinability could be called Maya, then Atma is the Mayin or the wielder of Maya. No Maya exists apart from Atma. Atma alone is what really exists. The next chapter therefore begins with the definition that which does not exist is called Maya. That there would be no world appearance unless this mysterious Maya power abides in Atma. And in this particular sense, it could be said Maya indeed is the primeval cause of the world. It was made explicit in the last chapter that Brahman, in a sense, Satchidananda, is the original cause of the world. Here it is claimed Maya is the primeval cause. How are these two stands to be reconciled? The search made in the last chapter was for the ontological cause, for the one all underlying substance, for the material cause. That Brahman or Atman is that causal substance was the finding. The inquiry in the present chapter, on the other hand, is on how the unreal world appears to be in the real Atma, the material cause. In other words, the question answered here is, how does it so happen to us that we do not see Atma as real and see the unreal world appearance as if it is real? This problem concerned 
as it is with how our knowledge in this case goes wrong is rather of epistemological order. The knowing function takes place in consciousness as a functional aspect of chit. Sometimes it goes wrong and sometimes it takes a right direction. How does it take to the wrong way of knowing instead of remaining right in respect of knowing reality? This is the problem before us now. The answer is this. It is the mysterious maya abiding in atma, the material cause that misleads us. The cause of the appearance of the world in this epistemological context is maya. And this maya has no being apart from atma or brahman or satchidananda. Magicians are capable of showing their spectators something quite unreal as real. Atma too is a sort of magician. What is illusorily seen because of maya and what is the reality that wields this maya? These two have to be discriminated properly. This discrimination lacking, we unwittingly fall into the delusion caused by maya, treating life, atma's magic show, as full of miseries. This point is made clearer in the next verse. So they say, epistemological order is context maya. Yes, atma is the material cause. Maya is the efficient cause. It's a power inherent in atma, so maya cannot function independently. In that example of material cause and efficient cause, there you have, let's say, a potter making a pot. Then material cause is the clay and the efficient cause is the potter. But in this case, it is not two different things. Atma itself is causing that maya. Atma is material and efficient cause also. When it is efficient cause, we call it maya. When it is material cause, we call it atma. So you should you not think of it as two different things. That is the difficulty, that the same Atman which is real is also creating the illusion or creating the world. So that is where the person gets confused. He doesn't see the Atman but gets caught up in the Maya of the Atman. <laughs>